0: Hey guys, before we get into this episode, I just want to put a quick trigger warning and let you know that we will be talking about things like eating disorders and depression. Welcome to this week's episode of You Are Loved with Hope Happens Here in Big Zig. This week, Big Zig isn't joining us, but we have a guest, Maddie Trimpey from Woodstock. Um, she's one of my friends, and this week is National Eating Disorder Awareness Week, and um, Maddie offered to come on and share her story and her experience with mental health and eating disorders and uh give some insight and any advice she has to offer um and so yeah so maddie if you want to give a little bit of an introduction to like who you are in general outside of mental health um go right ahead
1: yeah so my name is maddie trimpey um i am a senior from woodstock high school Um, Caroline and I have known each other since like the third grade, so I'm so happy to be joining her. But yeah, I, um, play lacrosse. I really like to do art. I, um, am big into climate change and environmental activism.
0: Um, yeah, I really like butterflies. Um. So, what was your experience with mental health and your um, eating disorder? Yeah, you can go into as much or as little details you want. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I probably will leave a few things out just because I'm not ready to share them, and that's okay. Um, but I will be going into some pretty intense subjects. Um, and I just want anyone to know that like I'm always here for someone no matter if you know me or not um my experience is similar to a lot of people but also very different so this is a judgment-free zone with me but growing up I wasn't ever really self-conscious about my body or um I was pretty confident like I was just like a normal little kid but I did have a lot of tendencies, um, of depression, um, and I was pretty quiet, and I didn't really like to share my feelings with my friends or with my family, and that did cause a lot of issues, especially with my family, just because I was around them the most. Um, so that really had a lot of issues, um, around my home life, but then I got into high school, and, like, Things started becoming a little... I, like, became a little bit more self-aware about my body and stuff. um, Just because it was high school and I had transferred from a very small private school to a larger um, public school. And wasn't, like, anything drastic. But I then um, got in a relationship, a pretty serious relationship, with my boyfriend at the time. And um, we... He was the kind of person that I really put all my trust into and I relied on for support and um whatever else I was relying on him for and that's okay and I feel like I was valid to think that but then also he was the only person I was talking to about my issues and he put a lot on me um and that when we broke up I lost All sorts of support Because we broke up, like whatever But um, I think that was a really Huge change in my life I was relying on this guy for Support and I put A lot of trust into him And then I didn't have That anymore, I couldn't, I didn't have a space To safely talk about my feelings Um, And that really Put me into a downward Spiral, no one's fault Again, um, it was Just how it worked out Um, and around the same time, actually (laughs) at the same time, um, my family was going through a lot of big changes. Um, my grandfather was dying and I think maybe a week before he died, I broke up with my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend, and then that happened. And so there was a lot of sadness in my family with that loss. And I was suffering a huge loss with that relationship. Um... And I was really, really, really sad. And that's when my eating disorder started to really develop. Um, I was diagnosed with anorexia around this time last year. So February of 2020. Um, it was before that that it like, really started. But again, like it wasn't diagnosed right at the same time. Um, and I was losing a lot of weight in a very short amount of time. I was not eating because I was focusing on other things. Like, I just wasn't, I was focused on one very specific thing and I couldn't get my mind off of it. And my body was rejecting food. Like, I would eat something and throw up or I would feel super sick, um... So then I just stopped um, because I was feeling so awful about it. And then when I like tried to eat, I would think about how I looked and how I liked the way I looked um, as I was, even though I had a very morphed sense of what I looked like. Um, So I was developing that and people noticed. I'm I know now that people noticed um, pretty quickly and in February after I was diag or around the time I was diagnosed I was supposed to go or I was going to Panama with a group from my school and my mom right as we were like getting ready I was about to go pack and stuff I was like okay I'm gonna go pack my mom was like okay we need to talk um you are not healthy right now you haven't you haven't been eating obviously and you've lost a lot of weight and I don't know if it's gonna be good for you to go on this trip and I was like oh my god I need to go on this trip I need to escape the nastiness of what's happening here in this small town in this small community um I just need a break from this drama um happening in my life and I just thought to myself I was like if I cannot go to on this trip then I don't know how this is gonna go um again, I was in a really, really dark place and also suffering from an eating disorder. And so there was a lot going on in my brain. Um, so my mom took me to the doctor's office and the doctor weighed me and we had this whole conversation. And that's when I went on my antidepressant and the doctor diagnosed me. And then I had a a meeting with my therapist and she also diagnosed me with anorexia um, and like body dysmorphia uh, and so I gained enough weight and I was able to go on the trip and that was life-changing for real like I don't it's so cliche for me to say that like a experience was life-changing but that that trip really opened up my mind and to see that there were bigger things happening than what i was going through and that um not to say not to discredit what i was going through but that was not the biggest thing happening um and that it shouldn't be the biggest thing happening in my life um and that i should be enjoying what was happening um so (laughs) this is actually funny on the panama trip on the way there (laughs) my teacher gave everyone like a little goodie bag and in the goodie bag was a mask and at this point we weren't wearing masks and we we're like oh my gosh like haha so funny like we're going to the airport and like we don't have to wear masks but like we know that coronavirus is a thing she gave us a mask and we were like lol whatever and then um right as we came back we were put into lockdown um which I know has had a huge impact on a lot of people's mental health um And it definitely had a huge impact on my mental health. Um, I'm not introverted and I'm not extroverted, but I definitely need my alone time and I definitely need my social time. And so when I was isolated, um, I was isolated. I was isolated to my room. And I wasn't even socializing with my parents or my brother. Um, I was pretty quiet. I slept a lot. Um, And that's when I started to self-harm. Because, and I can talk about this too a little bit. Um, I started to self-harm because my emotional pain was so huge that taking it out on myself like in a physical way was better for me and uh, temporarily uh made me feel better uh obviously not a solution um And that went on for a little while in secret, and I did not tell anyone. And I was very, very careful about what I wore so that my family didn't see it. But one day, I walked out of my room wearing a tank top and sweatpants, and my mom saw where I was cutting myself, and she got really sad, obviously, and it made me really sad. And I started to get help for that and started to really be able to talk about my feelings with my therapist. And then after being okay with talking to my therapist about it, I got to open up to my mom and to my friends, my close friends. Um, And I really, I started to get okay over the course of the rest of the lockdown and through summer and then through this first semester of my senior year and then now um and my I'm okay now I'm totally okay um but there are like long-term effects of everything and so now like I don't have an eating disorder and I'm I have overcome that Down part, my that that hole in my what was the like ditch, the the um dip in my life, the dip, mm -hmm. the dip. Um, but now I kind of I mean, I'm definitely more aware, I'm aware of what I do with my body and how I handle food. Sometimes food does really scare me, and I'll look back at pictures and I'll be like, oh my god, I want to look like that again. Or, like, whatever. Or, like, sometimes it's a mood thing. I'll be like, oh, my God, I want to look like that again. Or be like, oh, God, that's not what I should look like ever again. Um, But so now my body image issues are, like, a little bit more strained and I look at myself in the mirror and I'll be like, oh, I need to lose some weight in my legs or something. Or like, oh, my arms are super skinny. I need to gain some weight back there. Um, and, But I can recognize when I'm being ridiculous, um, which I think has really helped me. So my experience um, was pretty awful and I was at a really low point in my life. But coming out of that, I know how to handle myself in sad situations or scary situations and I still have a lot of trauma that I need to work on and stuff but I'm
0: on the right
1: path so yeah that's my story
0: okay so thank you for sharing all that and that's obviously like a super personal experience and um it's like obviously amazing that you've come to a place where like you can talk about it and you got like it's amazing that you're able to sit here now and say that you got through that that's extremely that's amazing that's like totally i agree um (laughs) you looking back what advice do you wish you had or like what advice would you give someone now or like what (laughs) did i
1: was also thinking about this and Mm. i would say that i'm a pretty blunt person and i can Mm -hmm. say the truth for myself so this if i were to look back on myself I would tell myself that it's okay to cry and it's okay not to be okay, but it's not okay to keep putting yourself in positions where you will not be okay. Mm -hmm. You need to know when you're hurting yourself Mm -hmm. and you need to take a step back and think about how that will affect you. Mm -hmm. Um, It's okay to not be okay. It really is. But it's not okay to hurt yourself more Mm -hmm. um and I wish I knew that and I wish that was more engraved in myself and I know that's hard it's kind of hardcore kind of tough to like think about that but that is my biggest advice towards myself Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would say that to someone I don't Mm -hmm. know if I would say that if someone was going through something I don't know if I'd say that but I think that's a really good thing to think about Um, if you're having a tough situation to think about for yourself. Um, but I think what I would say to someone else is to just really try to be true to yourself and follow your gut and you know what's wrong and what's right for yourself. Um,
0: and to just like keep going, just keep toughing out. Do you have anything remain, any remaining thoughts? i know my experience wasn't all just about eating disorders but Mm -hmm. i mean if we really
1: want to recognize that because it's eating disorder awareness week um if you're having trouble reach out to someone you're close to or someone you trust Mm -hmm. or someone in your school system Mm
0: -hmm.
1: people are always there to help um don't fight through it alone yeah it's a really tough thing and it's really hard and it's really scary but it's
0: okay and it's gonna be okay thank you so much for coming on the podcast maddie i really appreciate it and you your story is inspiring <laughs> it really is it's and it's sad but it's i am proud of you for thank you. sharing it and getting to a place where you can share it um thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of you are loved with hope happens here um if you're interested in sending in a submission or getting involved with the podcast, you can email HHS, hope happens here at gmail.com or you can uh, DM the Instagram hhshopehappenshere um, or send a submission through the bio on our Instagram. Um, there's many ways to get involved and we'd love to have more students get involved in some way, whether it's coming on the podcast or sending in a submission or anything. Um, but with that, Just remember that it's okay to not be okay. You are not alone and you are loved.